This is the Ear Spoon with Fish and Steve. Welcome to the Ear Spoon. I am Fish. And I'm Steve. And here we are again, another week of uh, doing that thing we do at the Ear Spoon Studios, nestled in southern Vermont. Nicely nestled, yes. On a farm. Yeah. Did we mention the farm? We've we mentioned, mentioned the farm we before, the farm heavily. A beautiful farm. It is. And, uh, and, uh, and proud to say that we are sponsored by a lot of Vermont products like Mocha Joe's Coffee. MochaJoe's.com. Right. They, uh, they, they produce and roast their coffee right in the, the small and little- And nice people. They are. In the small little hamlet in which we live, mm-hmm. uh, named uh, Brattleburger. No. No. Brattle, Brattle, hmm, I always get it wrong. Brattlebonk. Oh, Brattlebonk, right. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's where we are located. And Ceres Natural Remedies. Hooray, Ceres. Yeah, right. And uh, they do all the CBD, all the CBDs. That's all the kids are doing it. Ready? All the kids are doing it. Here it goes. Ready? Yeah. Cannabidiol. Hey, you're getting good at that. Thank you. All right. <laughs> all right. Moving right along. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything exciting happen this week? Nothing. Nothing. Not a damn thing. All right. So thanks for tuning in to the <laughs> Ear Spoon. <laughs> Exciting. Uh, Exciting is a hard to interpret term, but there there are notable events that have occurred. Yes. All right. Let's get right into it because Steve and I, we kind of feel the same way about, well, let's just call him out by name, John McCain. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that, and this is not, I'm going to lead this off by saying this is not to disparage the service that he gave to our country, the years that he spent in a, in a prisoner of war camp, and that sacrifice, and to sometimes actually kind of siding with the side of reason. Mm-hmm. He, to me, was one of the last true conservatives, and by conservatives, I mean somebody you could actually stop and talk to, but... I don't want to get mired into this heroic hold them on high thing. I mean, I am I am sure I am sure that that Hitler probably mm-hmm. took his mother on occasion to the grocery store making him a good son. Let's assume. Let's assume. Mm-hmm. Okay? Let's assume. So and I'm not by any stretch comparing Hitler to the, it was just a it's uh what what's what Godwin's law is over yeah. we can do anything we yeah, want Yeah, we can. That's Hitler right. Thing, yeah. Um so I just want to say that I do have a a tremendous amount of respect for the man that John McCain was, but I also have to say that this guy kicked the floodgates open to fucking crazy. Yeah, kind of yeah. All right? Yep. Certainly did his part to contribute. I think here's the way I prefer to think of these moments. Mm -hmm. It's my belief that everybody has inside of them the capability of being wholly beautifully good and really darkly evil. Right. Um, And I don't really believe that evil and stuff like that exists as an entity. Just want to make the point that John McCain, like all of us, was a complicated character. Yep. We all have our pros and cons. We have things we regret and things that we're proud of. No question about it. But when it comes to the body politic and when it comes to his role in history, <clears throat> excuse me, I think people are, as often as the case in the United States, as we sanitize, we forget, yep. we mm-hmm. we have a collective amnesia around realities. Now, John McCain, some people may not remember, was part of the Keating Five when he was very early on still a congressman. Right. Um, you know, mired in scandal <clears throat> and forced to apologize to the, to the Congress, I believe. Uh, he, in addition, I mean, I could go down Let the... Let me stop you right there. Please do. But he apologized. 
Yeah, that's that shows some class. All right. No, I now I'm well, just he kept the money. But. Yeah, yeah, I kept the money. Sure. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, I uh, kept the money. No, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying. I mean, mm-hmm. th- th- there is that level of of understanding, and that's the part I think that attracts everybody to a John McCain because he 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 did. Uh, apologize and do things like that. So that's the part that we can respect. Yeah, and you're, you're to but, your point. To but, your point, he kept the money. Well, I don't even know because they were really about Charles Keating and and, right. and making it possible. Then he went into change. Then he got signed on to was it Glass Steagall? He went on to try to affect uh, banking policy and banking yeah. law. Mm-hmm. You know, in in a way, in some ways, it was more regulatory than Republicans like. But in addition to that, and you know, what I'm reading now is that it, his biggest regret was fighting. And resisting Martin Luther King Day as a national holiday right. in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I mean, I gotta so, say, yeah, that's a yeah, lot I to apologize for. I kind of forgot about that for. one, actually, to be honest with you. And I, in addition, I mean, I, and maybe in this podcast we can go down the list of things. You know, you know give the guy some credit. And I, I want this is the piece I want to get forward at the beginning. Is you know, respect for anybody who lives a life and tries their best and dies. You right. know, people do, even people who do terrible things, they got to do good things along the way. John McCain had many opportunities, many opportunities to truly be a maverick, to truly be rogue, to truly be somebody who stood up on principle, and he failed repeatedly. And the one thing that comes back to me each time, we go down the little list, but John McCain will always be the two-time cancer survivor who had, and the guy who survived Vietnam, who could have died a number of different ways, right. who thought in the event of his death as president, Sarah Palin would yeah. make a good president. And that goes back to my point of when I said he kicked the door open and let crazy mm-hmm. in. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So John McCain, uh, I can draw a direct link from the uh, somehow – and and this is the part where I get a little confused as to do people who run for president actually get to choose their running mates? I don't know because – and what makes me doubt that mm-hmm. is the fact that they take John McCain and they saddle her up with, you know, with lipstick on a – lipstick on a pit bull <sighs> lady and uh, – um, yeah, that was arranged for I, the most that part. That has to be. But are you a leader if you can't say, no, I'm not doing that, this is Thank stupid? Thank you. You know. I was just about to say that. You, but, you know, at some point in time, if you are going to be the president of the, right. big air quotes, free world, right. then you have to be, are you? No. <laughs> no. That's not happening. That is not, not happening. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Right. I'll never forget. I was on the golf course with our good friend, Gordy Baldwin. Gordy. Gordy. All right. And we were out there hitting him around, and we were talking about the whole uh, McCain, Barack Obama thing. Mm-hmm. And we were just, we were always just, I mean, that was about it. It was about two hours of just talking politics, me and mm-hmm. him going back and forth, back and forth, talking about crazy. And, and my phone vibrated. I looked down, and it was, uh, it was one of the, the, in the AP News Service mm-hmm. basically saying, I was, like, I was like, oh, hey, McCain picked a running mate. Huh? And he's like, who? I said, uh, some dude. And all it said was, Palin chosen his running mate. And I was like, I'm Michael know, Palin. I love Money Python. <laughs> some dude named Palin. I said, She's like, Palin? From where? I said, I, I don't know. Hang on. Let me get into this thing. And I looked at her. And I was like, um, Oh, from Alaska. Alaska? Hmm. Uh, okay. Hmm. So I looked at her. I was like, Oh, no. This is Sarah Palin. Mm-hmm. Sarah, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, I see what he's trying to do here. Mm-hmm. It's a Sarah Palin. Who was, and I read this, kept reading the story. It's like, and I didn't know who it was. And it was like, she was the governor, 
but quit briefly halfway <laughs> through a term. Why the? And I remember looking at him stopping on a dog leg right, right at the dog leg, and looking at him and go, "Why would you open yourself up to ridicule to pick a running mate who can't even survive a full term?" As a governor, I don't know who this person is. Mm. Maybe, and I said, maybe as we get to know her, maybe she's just this, you know, the stellar person who's going to, well, yeah. Turns out, no. Turns out, (laughs) turns out John McCain allowed a lot of this uh, hopey, changey, feely stuff. So where's the leadership in that? Where's the maverick in that? Where's the maverick in a guy who votes 80 percent? You know, in, 83% of the time, to be exact. With Trump. And, you know, like, where's the maverick and a guy who could have, you know, pulled, you know, and really got, I mean, give him credit for, for the thumbs down on on uh, on overriding the ACA. Right. Give him credit in certain moments, for sure. And, there, and here's one that people love to tout. That time when that person at his campaign rally said that he, she didn't want to vote for Obama because he was an Arab. Yeah. And... The quotation that that, uh, that McCain said, hang on, I'll read it, is, uh, no, ma'am, he, uh, he, no, ma'am, he's a decent family man and citizen that I just happen to have disagreements with on fundamental issues, and that's what this campaign's all about. He's not an Arab. So do you hear buried underneath that, the sort of accidental Islamophobia? He's not an Arab. He's actually a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what? I, you know, I don't – I think, though – and, and here, here's what I'm going to say. In, in, the, in the moment, in the heat of battle and stuff like that, you're just mm-hmm. – you're trying to basically say, I can't stand in front of this thing because, after all, I'm running to be the president of the United States. I can't let this woman say this thing to me mm-hmm. because I'm going to get called mm-hmm. on the carpet for it. Mm-hmm. Now, whether he actually truly believed what he's saying in mm-hmm. his heart, which mm-hmm. I don't – John McCain may have been a lot of things. I, I never thought him to be, you know, a racist or or any anything like that. I've I got some data. I'm that. sure you do. I'm sure you do. But I I do believe within the moment that he was basically saying, "Nope, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna engage in this this level of, of speakery with you." No, sir. I think you're right. Not in front of the cameras. I think yeah, right. I think, but I think also he was he was like we see now these many years later, courting the blatant overt racist mm-hmm. vote, you mm-hmm. know? And so when a woman steps forward, you know, like, you have to explain it. You know, I mean, for God's sake, why not at that moment, I mean, be kind if you can and say like, hey, lady, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Just like take, it's a it's a teaching opportunity, a teaching right. moment, teachable moment. And to just say, you know, and on, on one level, he did that. On another level, it's reasonable to be a, a little bit outraged by a statement like that sure. from somebody. Sure, Even sure. if it's your potential constituent, you know. I agree. And and I will always, forever and a day, give him credit for just taking charge of the situation, taking the microphone away, walking away, and finding uh, trying to find another um, answer. But, you know, the cat's kind of out of the bag already mm-hmm. because he's got, you know— um, Sarah Palin running around the country uh, c- countryside like she's on the fi- like she's the new she's the new Pete Townsend no uh, doing a you know the final Who tour. <laughs> um, you know there there was a there will a, never be a final two no, Who tour. There you know can't that. be. <laughs> um, but Roger Daltrey would have been a better. <laughs> I <laughs> suppose so. <laughs> um, there's a classic thing that I saw after McCain and Palin lost the election, and how. John McCain 
was pulling his forerunner or whatever the hell it was, driving himself home after, and and Sarah Palin was on a a jet heading out to all these fanfares and this thing, and then it just jumped and came with his aviator, just going, "Oh, thank God, that's over." <laughs> no kidding. It was a it was a great. But getting back to the man that John McCain was again. Now I don't want to disparage his service to this country. I just think that that would be in poor taste. Uh, no, I think it's unrelated. I mean, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want – I'm not going to hold this man up on some kind of a pedestal mm-hmm. that he was a hero. Lest us not forget a few of the things he did, which people are touting like the bomb, 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 Iran. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and, and your personal favorite. Which the, one? Chelsea. Oh, the, yeah. The insult to Chelsea Clinton as a young girl and right. making fun of her looks and also voting for every possible war he got near, right. <laughs> you know, or or military invasion. This is a man. Again, I can't pretend to know what it's like to be five and a half years of POW. But my sense is somebody of deeper character might have come out of that spirit experience saying no to war always yeah. everywhere. You know, I mean, he was vehemently against torture and we know why. Yeah. I mean, the man couldn't raise his arms above his head. Right. So we know why he's right. against torture, having been probably tortured for all five years that he was there. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I feel for him on and with every ounce of my being to have to go through that. Oh, nobody hor- should. Horrific. Nobody should. And in addition to that, no one in Guantanamo should. No right. one that breathes air should. No one alive should ever. And we had a... a Democratic president who didn't prosecute any torturers. And now we've got a woman in charge of the CIA who encouraged and and actually tried to get rid of records for torture. All I'm saying is this amnesia we do, mm-hmm. it's not applying ourselves and staying true to principle like John McCain allegedly was. It allows for us to let things grow in a vacuum. And John McCain, you know, there are positive things to be said about John McCain. Okay. But to forget and skip by because he's freshly dead, you know, and and ignore the fact that he created a lot of suffering and supported a lot of moves and policy moves that were horrendous for large numbers of people, particularly people of color, particularly people that were in, in oppressed groups. Right. You know, he he lived and and ruled in a in a in a state that that allowed uh, our uh, allowed um, Arpeo Joe Arpeo to aye. to walk around the country free. To do what yeah. he wanted to do, you know. You know. I mean. So, this man is not. He. He. His armor is dented. You know. He. He is. There's a lot of chinks in this man's armor, mm-hmm. and and I'm. I get a little frustrated that people want to kind of put him up on a pedestal and thank him for his service. I do want to thank him for his service. I want to thank every single veteran that's ever donned a uniform. Marched into battle for whatever unnecessary reason that they were marched right. out there. Let's make a point of saying that, yeah. And 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 who did the right thing by defending this country, which we can argue on a different podcast. Mm. You know, well, God knows Vietnam is, is an anomaly to all things. There was never right. a reason to be there in no. any form, and, and for as long as we were. And uh, but you know, thank God for Richard Nixon; he got us out of it. <laughs> there it <is. laughs> Boom! Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I just wanted to. <laughs> 
That'd be Henry Kissinger. There's another yeah. one. Like when Henry Kissinger dies, we're going to hear about all the great things Henry Kissinger did. Sure. Man, it's a war criminal. He can't even land in nine countries on the planet or he'll be arrested as a war criminal. Right. Ask Salvador Allende's family in, 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 in Chile what they think of Henry Kissinger. Ask the people of Cambodia and Laos who, who were bom- carpet bombed. Ask them, this man is a murderer and he's going to get the same sort of sanitized treatment of like, oh, well, Henry Kissinger. Yeah, you know, I mean, the people do. They want to, you know, I mean, look what when, when Richard Nixon died. Everybody mm-hmm. just sort of forgot. Yeah. Reagan, about, for that matter. Yeah, you know, I mean, everybody sort of, well, Reagan was, let, let's face it, was was not the thug that Nixon was. But... I might argue different. Uh, come on. Nixon was personally flawed and was yeah. an ego, egomaniac. He ultimately resigned from the, from the presidency over lying about a cover-up and over a relatively mm-hmm. minor but a, a criminal act. Ronald Reagan. Apparently not not impeachable offenses by today's no. standards. Well, he would have been impeached, and he was being advised he'd be impeached if he didn't resign. So they gave him an, oppor- an out, right? right? Ronald Reagan, I think, was far more damaging to the economy, to the country. And if you were a person who loved or was somebody with AIDS, uh, who had AIDS, and Ronald Reagan's flippant lack of response and the kind of crap that came out of the, the Reagan administration, that alone, I could go, go down the list, but that alone should be reason enough for him to be shunned. Hmm. All right. Well, I don't, I don't want to get off on a, on a... I know. That's how on, I work. On, on that's a, what I do. On a Reagan thing. I just want to basically say, if, again, thank you, John McCain, for your service. Hmm. Thank you for all the right votes that you gave us. Because he did. He voted to the affirmative on some good stuff. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, keep in mind, that only happens 17% of the time. Yeah, that's kind of freakish. Right. Should, is this a good time for me to read some of these uh, homophobic jokes? Oh. That, yeah. he, uh, that he was quoted as, as telling. He liked to tell, apparently liked to tell a lot of dyke jokes, according to this article oh. I have here. Uh, Those are some of my favorite jokes. Didn't mind using the N-word when he felt like it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if provided, well, where, where, where are you getting this from? Why is Chelsea Clinton so ugly? Because Janet Reno is her father. That's a John McCain joke. Oh. <laughs> Young children yeah. being victimized in the public forum. There you go. <laughs> so. What a maverick. <laughs> and I wow. can't read these other ones. They have words in it yeah. I won't say. Yeah. You know? So there is, in short, McCain in the membrane. I do have to read this one. Okay. When he ran, this is from an article in Capitol Hill Blue, and I can we can post it on the site. Uh, when he ran for Senate, uh, this writer attended a, a gathering of GOP operatives at the uh, National Republican Senatorial Committee, where McCain outlined his campaign strategy. <clears throat> and I quote: "I play to win. I do whatever it takes to win. If I have to fuck my opponent to win, I'll do it. If I have to destroy my opponent, I won't give it a second thought." What a maverick! Ah. That's a <laughs> boy. Win at thanks all for your service. Win at all cost. So that that is basically the man that we, that this nation at the moment, with his passing, is holding on high. Yes, he was a father. Yes, he was probably a good dad. Yes, he was probably a good husband. You know. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know. I could. You know. Can't, I can't speak to any of that. I can't speak to any of it either. I think I'm his just, daughter is an abomination. But <laughs> I don't know. she's horrible. I don't know her. Yeah, she's on that show. I don't. I, don't I only see clips show. of her, and she's such, such a dingbat. I know. I know. Let's do this. When we come back from the break, I wanna I wanna get into some of the uh, some of the, some of the things now 
in, in Trump's response to Oy. this pe- this person that is being held on on a, on a platform. So we'll drill into that. As, as I arrived here at the at the luxurious studios, um, I there was new news on the radio. I'll tell you about when we oh, come back. All right. So hey, so when we come back, um, we will uh, drill into that. We want to thank Mocha Joe's and Serious Natural Remedies. Thanks, Mocha Joe's. Thanks, Serious Natural Remedies for sponsoring the pod. This is Earspoon, your home for the shit you're thinking anyway. Hey, Steve. Yeah? You know what my favorite thing is about doing the podcast? Yes, I do. What is it? Mocha Joe's. Oh, <laughs> you know me so well. You know me so well. You know, you can just, wherever you are, you can go to mochajoes.com and order your coffee. Yeah, fantastic. Quality human beings roasting, packing, and sending coffee all day long. And they do this all right here yep. in Vermont. Yay, Vermont coffee. Yeah. Because it's the climate for growing coffee. Wait, what? Well, nah, not so much. But they, they are fair trade folks. Yes, they are. All right. They have cool gear. Yep. The cool logo. I got a few myself. Yeah. You got you to gotta go and check it out. Most uh, Mocha Joe's Roasting Company. Find that at mochajoes.com. I love them. And that's who powers this podcast. That's right. Couldn't do it without them. Thank you. Thank you? No. Thank you. No, thank you. No. I think this time. Thank Mocha Joe's. Thanks, Mocha Joe's. Series Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery, including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. We bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington. More at theearspoon.com. All right, welcome back. Hey, once again, you can uh, download the Earspoon uh, wherever you get your podcasts or just go to theearspoon.com where you'll find many other different kind of podcasts as oh, well yeah. as this one. Oh, yeah. Steve is agreeing vigorously. Oh, yeah. I'm shaking my head till I'm going to hurt my neck. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to put a neck brace on. So, uh, you know, keep that in mind. Hey, you know you know what I did? No. I actually posted something to our Instagram account. You're awesome. I did. Wow. I'll show you how to do it later. I appreciate it. It's pretty cool. Oh, like I don't know. It was the, it was, it was that meme. I got a lot of traction on the on Twitter. The Which, one that says it has... Uh, it has um, uh, Bill Clinton in the first one, and it said, I balance the economy. Uh, and then it has George W. Bush that said, I destroyed the economy. Then it has Barack Obama that says, I fixed it. Then a picture of George uh, of, uh, of, of Donald Trump, and it said, glue is yummy. <laughs> <laughs> that about hits it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I figured, you know what? That is post-worthy. I want that sticking around for See, a while. Memes have their place. Memes do I have their place. I refuse to say that they are a poor form of communication. I, I won't. I won't fight an argument with a meme. Although I will if it's factual and I've vetted it. That's my feeling. If yeah. it if it contains facts, it's fair game. I've seen some of your memes yeah. that do not some <laughs> of contain them facts. Okay, yes, it's pal. true. That's factual. Right. That some are without fact. <laughs> <laughs> but truth isn't truth but anymore. Sweet sometimes. Right. All right. <laughs> um, so let's get into this. John McCain is now is now gone, um, mm-hmm. and everybody looks to um, to the presidents to make a profound statement. Barack Obama tweeted out something. It was very well thought out, very well very worded, gracious. yeah, very yeah. gracious about it. Um, you know, and and in in this time, he does not have the luxury of the Earspoon Broadcast Studios to uh, take a crap on John McCain. I'll make a call. Like we did. Anytime you want, Barack. 
we're at we're here yeah we're here for you so if you want to come in and and speak speak the truth we invite you in but uh i'm sorry barry that's what the kids call him is it that's yeah right? that's okay. it um so he was very eloquent about what he said bill bill clinton was very eloquent um and they all said very nice things about john mccain and and that's the appropriate response for a yes. president uh nothing from john uh from why do i keep wanting to call him john donald from the donald <laughs> From, Maybe because no, I was going to make a prostitute joke, but you know, I'll leave it at the right there. <laughs> so, um, nothing from him, nothing from him, nothing from him, and then he finally emerges <laughs> with something. Uh, right, glue Just, is yummy. Glue is yummy. <laughs> glue is yummy. Hashtag John McCain. So he he emerges with something that I, I don't even remember what it was. It was very generic. Yeah. Very non-committal. Very, very all of that stuff. Um, and I remember reading it going, oh, you yeah. fucking hypocrite. Better off saying nothing at that point. Right. I went, you hit, and I just, that was my only response. Hashtag hypocrite. Mm. That's, that was my response to him. Malcolm Nance. Big fan. <laughs> I follow him on, on the Twitter. And I quote yes. his response Ooh, to this. this ought to be good. His response to this. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind. If you have forgotten, as we often discuss, people do have a tendency to forget, Donald Jerk Trump, that's what the J stands for. I just learned that. Oh, All right. I did not know. Yep. Yeah. The J stands for jerk. Um, not jerk off, just n- jerk. Right just there? jerk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, though he's a, you know, he's a free man. He can change it to whatever he wants. But he for once now. said he's he a free likes- man for now. Yeah. For now. <laughs> he likes people who don't get caught. Yeah, that one. With, with reference to John McCain, yeah. you know, and, and all that very highly insensitive thing, which is what cost him the election. Oh, wait. No, no. no. Apparently 63 million people thought that was okay. Yeah. yeah. So there you have it. All that is out the window. So anyway, so he posts this thing on, on the Twitter, and Malcolm Nance chimes in, big capital letters, no, you fucking don't, <laughs> period. Yeah. John McCain was a man. Worthy of our love, respect, and tears. A jack tar he is, he was, he are. You, question mark, are a repulsive coward, all in caps, Mm. uh, back to lowercase, Mm -hmm. not even worthy of our revulsion or scorn. McCain will LOL from heaven when I say you are hashtag lower than whale shit. McCain was a Navy man. Yes. <laughs> so, and this from Malcolm Nance. Yeah. Uh, you know, typically, not, not really so much with the blue-collar language. <laughs> no, but he's pretty reserved, but he's also, he's very pointed in what he has to say. Clearly. Yeah. Hashtag that was, well ship used yeah. it a couple of times since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, I think it's a favorite uh, sailor joke. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and from all around the country, resounding condemnations of of this idiot president. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just shortly. So, just so, just so you know, we record the podcast on uh, usually on a Monday night. Release it a little later on in the Monday, and mm-hmm. so for your Tuesday listening pleasure. That's right. And um, um, just this afternoon, it broke that um, John uh, that uh, Trump had been pressured. Yes. Into lowering the presidential flag that lies over the uh, flies over the White House mm-hmm. to half mass mm-hmm. under 
um, under tremendous pressure. Yeah. And, and the only way he's going to respond to something like that is if somebody around him says, you know, Mr. President, we you're looking kind of like a dick here. We really ought to like lower the put this flag back down. You should probably say something else. You know, and they probably had to coerce him into it. Yeah. You know, meanwhile, in, during all of this, the guy's freaking out about impeachment. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's yeah. that. So. So <clears throat> the um, it just it, it amazes me as to how this guy can just. And uh, the one point that I will say about uh, about the uh, Groper in chief is his lack of response to the John McCain passing, at least at the very least, you can say, well, he wasn't being a hypocrite. Ooh. Uh, mm. I know. Uh, it's it, tough. It, it makes me... I know. I know. Smell. Anything you can say, but he stood his ground and basically said, I didn't like John McCain. Mm-hmm. And now that he's dead, I'm not going to start liking him. I'm not going to say nice flowery things about him. Yeah, but you know what? When you're the president, you're not just your person. You're the oh, office no, of the no, president. Oh, no, 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 no. I completely, wholeheartedly agree mm. with you. But he doesn't have that idea. No. He Not in the least. He has no idea what he's so, doing. So, you know, as Barack Obama, I think, again, I have my own issues with Barack Obama as the, not the saint that people wanted to say that he was. But mm-hmm. putting all that aside, he at least had the good grace to, in pretty much every instance when it was called upon, whether it was a school shooting or whether it was right. some sort of you know a critical moment, he was able to step forward as both a, a political and or cultural leader to say – these are our values. This is how we're going to get past this. Sandy Hook, et cetera. He was able to say the role of a president is to is to help a country in its moment of crisis, you know, whatever that crisis happens to be, even if right. it's a momentary crisis. And he, I think, you know, to his credit, uh, was very able, one of the best in modern history, to be able to take that and be taken seriously by at least those who take things like that seriously. Uh, and now, in you know, the vacuum of that in this current administration is shocking, is daunting. With this, these words that this man is willing to assemble to say about other people is just makes me want to throw up on my shoes. Yeah, no, no, he's a he's a vile human being. Yeah, he's a vile human being. And sixty three million of our neighbors thought this is the guy. And Do now, and at least a year and a half later, a few many many of them don't feel that way. But many still do. Right. How is this a thing? Right. So, I mean, you you remember the one thing that uh, that that the the McCain family did, which I thought was kind of cool, was they disinvited Trump. Oh, yeah. to his funeral. Right. And Barbara Bush. And Bar- and what there was a third one. He couldn't speak at McCain's, Barbara Bush, and I think there was one other funeral. Yeah. He was refused. So to this s- is happening. And, and meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, folks like George W. Bush and uh, and Barack Obama will eulogize. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah, go figure. But I mean, what does it say about you as a character if people specifically say, Yeah, that guy? I don't know. No. Yeah. Like, I don't what care. What does it say about you as a person? I, I'm not he's not at my I mean, I, I have a person like that in my life that yeah. you know has a and and I basically everybody that's close to me that says, if he shows up, mm-hmm. I want everything stopped mm. and I want him removed. I can get that. I don't want him anywhere near the people I love after I can't protect them from this asshole anymore. Well, let me ask you in reverse. If you knew there was someone who detested you and specifically said, I don't want him near my funeral, would you go anyway? You know, 
It just depends on how big of a narcissist <laughs> asshole you are. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Right? Like you'd kind of go like, okay, cool. I don't need to. That's one less thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? All right. <laughs> you know? I mean, right like now, I'm anyway. like, yeah, all right. So, you know, I'm, you know, I, whatever somebody Is passes. Beer? Whenever, yeah. <laughs> You got, you got bugles? Remember that corn snack? You bugles. got those? I freaking love bugles. Right? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? It's like the better tasting Frito-Lay chip. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not going. Obviously, I look at the free time right. I just I just garnered from not having to go to this person's funeral who didn't right. like me and I didn't like them. Right, right, right. You know, so that that assumption aside. So, no, I mean, he, he has been disavowed uh, or, or disinvited to... To the to the McCain funeral, so he won't be there. Mm-hmm. And what does that say? I don't know that he cares. I don't think he's capable of caring. No, that is an excellent point. Which you may listen. I, I just I found the uh, we started out with the Malcolm Nance yep. tweet, and and here I found uh, Trump's tweet. It says my deepest sympathies and respect go out to the family of Senator John McCain. And that's right where basically Malcolm Nance said, no, you fucking don't. <laughs> right. So Get his name out of your mouth. Exactly. Don't, you know, <laughs> do not. And, and seriously, that, that's mm. like one of the best lines that I've ever heard on somebody you hate and that mentions somebody you love. And you, go, you take that name out of your mouth. Yeah. You do not get to say that name. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. So, but they, so the, here we are having this discussion of, of, of a Republican, John McCain, uh, who allegedly was a maverick? I don't believe that that's true in no. really any form. I think it's demonstrably not true. Yeah. Uh, but but you know, of all the the canned you know prefabbed Republican candidates with the hair and et cetera, he at least was his own person. I yep. may not have liked what he did, said, or voted for most of the time, and I can't believe anybody would openly be a member of the Republican Party at this point. Yeah. But. Uh, I, I'm all for anybody who is just being themselves to the best of their ability. But him being himself also includes this list of of horrifying homophobic jokes that he told, of racial jokes that he told, of of you know insulting ch- uh, a young Chelsea Clinton who was still a girl in the White House I at the know. time. It was such you know, a bizarre like, thing. But what? And then you can say, well, I'm really sorry about that. But like, what kind of character comes up with that and says it publicly? To other people, you know, in your own mind, it's like, oh, it's ter- that joke's terrible. I'd never say that to anybody. And then you say it. Yeah. So I think, you know, while I, I can respect somebody's individuality and their authenticity, you know, you got to own that stuff, too. There are elements of his personality that were just horrifying. And I think he helped usher in the George Bush Dick Cheney era. Mm-hmm. He helped usher in a lot of the Reagan policies. He helped to usher in Trump. And so, like, sure, respect for anybody that dies. Thanks for being alive. You know, the the service and and then Vietnam. Thanks for being alive. You know, that's great. You know, we're all capable. I don't know that we'll be thanking Donald Trump for being alive Uh, when when he goes. Well, I'll put a little little fine point on it. The, The one thing I like about Donald Trump is his ability to activate sleeping people. Because we are seeing a giant awakening. Yep. Across generations and across economic strata. And across skin tone and across every possible way, people are waking up saying, this is fucking awful. He is fucking awful. And we're seeing people get elected to state uh, legislatures and presumably in November. Name one. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> I wanted to give you that opportunity. Thank you. <laughs> right. I think she just goes by Alex. It's much easier. Yeah, so. I don't know. <laughs> I am a big fan of her and, yeah. and people like her mm-hmm. yep. because they can succinctly say – what the country is saying, and that's really the essence of things. So you can thank Donald Trump for that. You can yep. thank the Republican Party for that. And when they go down 
lower than whale shit mm-hmm. when it's over, we can thank them and scream down into the deep. Well, here's the, um, I don't, when he was probably about, oh, I don't know, about six months into it, mm-hmm. I wrote a column. And in that column, I started out with the words saying, be careful. He's doing it. He's actually getting it done. He's got us engaged in ways we've never been engaged. So dare I say, is he actually making America great again? Funny how it goes. Isn't right? It? Yeah. So. You got a good point there. So good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like, it's, it's like the, the grain of sand in the oyster, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> you wait long enough, it'll eventually be a pearl or just an, an Affected an infection, <laughs> just waiting for enough pus to build out, just to uh, just to jut out the thing that's the irritant. You can't say pus in a podcast. You can't. All right, then we should end there, it right now. There of course, are rules. Yeah, if if it was a pustule thing, I bet you our our sponsor, Serious Natural Remedies, would have an, there a, it is. had a salve Boom. that would heal that. Dude, that was sweet. And if not, you, you drop that right in like that. Boom! It's the way I do it. Right. I'm a marketing. Um, is that what it is? <laughs> All right. They're good I, people. Uh, we're, they're good people at series. No, they really are. They're awesome happy people. To have and, their sponsorship. And we're ap- also happy to have Mocha Joe's sponsoring Yay. the pod. I forgot to slurp my coffee. Yeah. Should I? Sure. Why not? <laughs> it's almost gone. It's almost gone. All right. Well, then it's time to end the podcast so we can get more caffeine in us. And uh, we got to go. So we'll be back next week, uh, hopefully with, uh, I don't know. We got to change our tune. We can't keep this up. I don't want to. I'm looking forward to to either talking about things that lift us up, mm-hmm. um, and not just like you know, just you know, kind of ragging on people for sure, but like you know, focusing on the Alexandria Ocasio Cortezes of the world and Julia Salazar and other people in the New York area who are progressive Democratic socialists who make me feel really optimistic about the future, despite what the evidence is. Speaking of which, you know, we um, uh, when we're done, let's uh, get the uh, Hallquist campaign on the ah, lower. Yes. And uh, let's get uh, Christine Hallquist on the phone right. and let's talk about what she's got. For those who don't know, Christine Hallquist is our, our Democratic candidate for governor here in Vermont. We'll be running against incumbent Phil Scott, and we'll have her on the program. And I, I've said before, and I'll say it again, I'm out of the prediction business, but the numbers look good. Is that right? They do. Oh, my freaking God. That would be so great. I know. We'll see. we got a long way to go, and I'm out of the prediction business. Uh, and I'm also out of time here on the podcast, so we will talk to you next week. I've been Fish. I'm Steve. And uh, we're huge in the Netherlands. I'll oh, sp- yeah. Yeah, huge. Totes. Seriously. I'll show you the numbers. Is that right? Yeah, we got the Dutch are just loving this podcast. They're all baked. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. More at theearspoon.com. Oh,